Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to a brand new episode of All Turns, No Breaks. I am your host, Front Row Kenny, and you're like, well, the intro is not Renee. You're right, it's not, it's me, but um, Renee has had himself quite a busy week, so we had to work out some timetables, and of course, my week is also going to be pretty busy as well. Um, as I'm recording this on Wednesday afternoon, I'm going to Kansas this weekend, I leave on Friday, so... Um, hopefully this weekend, if you guys are out there in Kansas, say hello. I will be running around with the chicken, like a chicken with his head cut off most of the time, but definitely say hello. Um, <laughs> I will have a vet photo vest on. You can't miss me. I think my vest number is like 538 or something like that. So yeah, you won't be able to miss me out there. So I will be hanging around, uh, running around getting content for the Kansas Speedway this weekend. So really looking forward to doing that and getting out there to actually close out my travel season for the year. This will be my last race of the year, so it has been a very a very good one, I will definitely say, but also at the same time, I have been very fortunate with weather, at least at the moment, but if you guys are taking a look at Kansas right now, at least Kansas City, Kansas, currently there is a chance of rain on Sunday, so hopefully we can have the vortex theory come in, and I don't have to worry about rain or anybody else. I don't want fans to deal with that either, trust and believe me. It's just as bad as it is for you guys as it is for us. Trust me. We don't like it either. Um, just one of the unfortunate sides of our sport. But, yes, we're in that situation. So, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. But, yes, like I said before, you will hear from Renee later. He will give us predictions for Kansas. So, um, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, man, I guess I can say to start with my weekend, I really didn't do a, a heap ton this weekend. I've been really trying to kind of lay low, really, because I want to. I wanted to rest um, for this upcoming week, because usually these weeks I move around quite a bit. I don't know if you guys understand or know, but I usually carry about, I'd say, or at least walk, I'd say walk and move around. I probably, on average, a day at the track, probably move at the very least like six or seven miles a day. Um, you're walking around, you're going to different places to get photos, uh, you're going here, you're going there. It's just the nature of the game. So usually by the end of the week, I've probably, or at least the end of the weekend, I've probably walked about the distance of about, I'm going to guess this weekend, about 25 miles. We'll see. I will give you guys a rundown on how many miles I ended up actually moving um, this upcoming weekend. So we'll see. We'll see how all that pans out. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. I really do like Kansas. If you guys have never been to Kansas Speedway, I would highly recommend you even purchase tickets for this weekend, but also just in general next season um, for the two dates, which are in May, May and in September. I definitely recommend it. It is one of the best venues for sure to go to. You have just about any and everything right next to you. Um, if you're a soccer fan or if you're a baseball fan, guess what? The Royals are also in town. There's also a soccer, uh, two soccer teams, the women's soccer team and also the MLS team as well. So, you know, you got a good deal to do in a whole weekend if you want to map out a, you know, a big time weekend. That's a great place to do it. I gotta say that. But yeah, one of my favorite stops on the NASCAR calendar. This is the first. This will be the second time I've been there. Um, earlier in May, it was the first time I'd ever been out there, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, hopefully uh, we get some good content, and this should be a good time. But enough about me and my endeavors. I guess we can go ahead and talk about Texas. So Texas. 
was wild in its own regard. We had quite a few restarts at the end there. I believe on TV, they said at the end, I believe we had about six or seven restarts um, within those like closing laps of that race. So Kyle Larson held him off. And to be honest with you, it's no surprise given the fact that during the day, he led 256 laps out of the 334 that were in total um, during the weekend. So, I mean, hey, he had a dominant day. The five car was on it. I believe that is win number eight for them, which also means that win solidifies them into the championship four. So they now have themselves a ticket to go to Phoenix. So now we've got one car down. That means we've still got three more spots left to go. But to give you guys a brief rundown of the top ten, Obviously, Kyle Larson won. Second was William Byron. Third, Christopher Bell. Solid day for him. Brad Keselowski came home in fourth. Kevin Harvick, fifth. Ryan Blaney came home in sixth. Chase Elliott, seventh. Kyle Busch, eighth. Tyler Reddick, another strong outing for him, came home in ninth. And to round out the top ten was Daniel Suarez, who him and Martin Truex um, had a little bit of a tangle. It seemed like those two got into it, but it seemed like uh, Martin Truex, unfortunately, self-cleared in that situation. And that was all she wrote. Had a torn up race car, and that was not the way he definitely wanted to end his day. He's currently 22 points off of the cut line. So, yeah, not the greatest Texas for him, for sure. But moving on to the notables, when you look at, obviously, Martin Truex, who had his incident um, on Sunday, that one wasn't too good for him in his playoff hunt. So that's going to do some harm to him. I don't think he is in the category of Joey Logano just yet where he's going to either have to win at Kansas or Martinsville. But definitely a good Kansas would definitely help him out in a situation where he may have to just get in on points if it does come down to that. But Anthony Alfredo had a pretty big wreck on Sunday. Um, big time fire. Got out the car quickly. Glad he was safe from that one because that was a pretty, pretty big hit. <clears throat> but one of the other things I will say that was different, and this hasn't happened in seven years for Joey Logano, he blew an engine. Yes, the last time he blew an engine was in Pocono in 2014. So it was crazy. And the thing about it is my buddy Dontre said it before I, I sent it in a group chat, which we, for some reason, always say the same thing at the same time, at least once a week or, you know, whenever, right? I said, man, you know, it has been a long time since I've seen a motor just give away like that. And he tweeted the same exact thing as I sent it. And the thing is, I thought, I thought about it deeply. I'm like, man, I really don't i can't really think of another time this season where someone's motor just gave away i may be wrong in that but at the same time at least in the last i'd say 10 15 years really or last 10 years i'll say um these cars really are extremely reliable you situation where someone has a blown motor anymore really that doesn't really happen um the reliability is out of this world for cars nowadays and that even goes towards our stock cars the same situation so he blew a motor. He finished 38th. That was his day. And like I said before, he is now 43 points outside of the cut line. And to give you a full playoff run, rundown, Kyle Larson is obviously in now with his win. Ryan Blaney is in seventh, 17 points to the good. Denny Hamlin is in third. He is nine points to the good. And Kyle Busch is eight points. So if the playoffs were to end in Texas, that is what they would look like. Or at least the round of eight would have ended that is exactly how it would be, and those would have been your drivers in the championship for. But currently, on the outside looking in, last year's champion Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., and Joey Logano. So it's kind of interesting because all four drivers have a NASCAR Cup Series championship that are on the outside looking in right now, which is a kind of a crazy uh, realization. But 
yeah, Texas did more damage than you would have naturally thought. Usually when you go to the tracks um, half mile and greater, you don't really think about these things as much as you do like a Talladega or the Roval, Bristol, or even Martinsville coming up next week. I think you go in here as an in quote safe one, but obviously things did not um, turn out super safe for the likes of Joey Logano and Martin Truex. It just was not their days, and now they have to play catch up. Um, Joey's is worse than Martin Truex's, but still, it was um, very interesting. Um, very simple race, not nothing too crazy, I don't think. Obviously, until we got down to a couple cars going away and a couple cars wrecking, and obviously a couple cars that. Um, to me still, but yeah, Texas was a decent race. I thought it was pretty good. Um, we got a pretty solid one out of it. Now we're heading into Kansas where you have another half mile track and you have a couple drivers that have been really, really good at Kansas in the past. I mean, Kyle Larson in the spring was really strong up until those final couple restarts and he just got shuffled to the back and obviously Kyle Busch was able to take advantage of that. But when you look at the remainder of the drivers who are in the playoffs, they all have won at Kansas at some point. So I think everyone is a threat for sure. It's just really going to come down to who has the perfect day. And I think Joey Logano was in the situation where you got to have a full race. Everything has to go your way almost pretty much. And you just got to capitalize. That's really going to be the only way he's going to make him make it into the championship for at this point. And I still can't believe we're just getting down to the last few races of the season after this weekend. It'll just be three races to go in the playoffs. And, um, I mean, well, now it's three races to go in the playoffs. Excuse me. But when you look at it like that, again, crunch time. And it's going to get crazy. And, I mean, Kansas, again, is a half-mile track. But also, at the same time, restarts here, just as much as they are at Texas, are going to be key. So stage getting stage points is definitely going to help for sure. But also making sure you're in the right position for the restart. Um, especially down those last 20 to 30 laps or so where things tend to get pretty crazy. So hopefully everything will go well. Obviously at Kansas, those restarts are pretty insane. And we've seen some pretty brutal wrecks off of that um, in the last couple of years for some reason. I'm not sure why um, drivers have been wrecking so hard at Kansas as of late. It's been very interesting to Joey Logano. Joey Logano possibly could get caught out in a restart, but if he's good enough all day long and that car is just hitting, then you know, it's going to be a completely different story um heading into Kansas this weekend so we'll definitely see um I definitely think that it's going to be a big time toss-up but my guess ultimately after what I saw in the spring was the Hendrick cars were really good same thing with the Fords Penske's I thought they ran pretty well I thought Ryan Blaney was running well in the spring but had a couple issues in advantage of it and I have no idea what it is about that he always for some reason wins those close races where it's a new track record for one of the closest finishes in either track track history or also NASCAR history. It's kind of crazy when you think about it like that. But for sure, I feel like the Hendrick cars will definitely be uh, one of the stronger bunch. And same with Penske, like I said before. But um, I wouldn't count out Denny Hamlin either, obviously. I would not count him out. He's won here a few times in the last four years. So definitely an easy one. Kyle Busch, obviously, like I said before, won in the spring. So there's definitely opportunity amongst this playoff eight to actually win here and I think a win here is really going to set obviously is going to set you up to be in the championship but it definitely gives you a little bit of an easier heart of mind going into Martinsville knowing that even if something happens if I'm locked in I'm good to go and we get ready for Phoenix to begin November and you know close out the season obviously but yeah it'll be very interesting so looking forward to the race this weekend 
Um, the cooler temperatures definitely are going to prevail. I feel like the 550 package at Kansas has been the best to me personally. I feel like that in itself has produced some pretty crazy racing, like just overall. And obviously, the cooler the temps are, the more horsepower you can get out of a car. So should be really, really fun. Um, so like I said, make sure you guys tune in this weekend on NBCSN. It should be a real good race. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, like I said before earlier, the rain stays away. We can keep that away. Um, as we go into a little bit of news, this is very small, and I think this will be the next to last thing before we get into predictions, but um, front row and 23XI do not come to an agreement on the charter. So at this time, Kurt Busch is signed to 23XI, but right now they do not have a charter. Um, nobody knows the full details of what happened, but the deal fell through between those two. It had been rumored for quite some time that they were going to get a deal done to have that second charter for 23XI. So that's not happening at this time. So what that's going to end up meaning is if they run it without a charter, obviously they miss out on the money and they also miss out on being able to automatically qualify for a race. However, at the time, it is positioned that it should have quali- we should have qualifying and practice return next season. But, you know, that also is a tough situation in terms of a financial standpoint for our owners. So I'm sure Denny, I mean, Denny has made quite a comment. I'll let you guys go find that. I won't repeat it, but... Um, he wasn't exactly thrilled about the idea of doing so. So we'll have to see what happens with that. I'm sure that's going to be an ever-developing story as we continue to unfold um, into next season and into the next-gen car, which is, again, a pretty crazy thing. And just to say from last week, I'm sorry I couldn't get you guys um, any footage of that onto the All Turns No Breaks account on Twitter. Um, I had a, quite a few things going on, and I just could not make it out there, unfortunately. So it's all good. Things happen. There's going to be a couple more tests. I'm not sure if I will have access to them, but if I do, I will definitely try and grab some content for you guys during the off season, which is really fast approaching. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, I think that is all for the news for this week. And honestly, I think this is a perfect time to go into some predictions. It's time for race predictions. All right, Renee, who you got? Hey, guys, Renee Garcia here. All turns, no breaks. Sorry I couldn't be with you guys here this week, uh, but uh, too much going on, too much to do, and coming back from my wonderful vacation in Cabo San Lucas. But even though I had a fantastic weekend, I can't wait till this weekend in Kansas. We are at Kansas, and here are my picks straight to the point. My pick right off the bat. My main pick is going to be none other than Chase Elliott. That's right. I'm going with Chase Elliott as my main pick. And for my alternative pick, I'm going to go a little little bit outside the box. I'm going to go with the 22 Joey Logano to come out of just out of nowhere and win this race possibly. So my main pick, Chase Elliott. And my alternative pick is going to be Joey Logano. Kenny, those are my picks. And I am sticking with it, my brother. And can't wait to be back with you again next week for another episode of All Turns No Breaks. All right. It seems like every single weekend we come down to making our predictions. Me and Renee end up either picking somebody similar or we pick the complete opposite. So I personally, I'm just going to go off my gut instinct this weekend. I am going to go with Kyle Busch to repeat and sweep the Kansas Cup Series weekend. Um <laughs> And or for the years, let me say, and my alternative pick is actually going to be Joey Logano, who has also won recently 
during the fall here at can at, at Kansas. So I think those are going to be my picks. I'm going to stick to them. So we'll say you you guys let us know what you guys are thinking for the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. You guys tell me what what are you thinking about the rest of the season? Is your favorite driver even in the playoffs? Is your favorite driver going to the championship? Let us know how you guys are feeling. So I think that's all we've got for this week's episode of All Turns No Breaks. It's gonna be a pretty it's a pretty short episode. Not even gonna be. It is a pretty short episode than normal. But it's all good. Next week we'll have Renee back on the show. It'll probably be a much longer show because I don't want to over talk y'all heads. And it's all good. We're gonna make it work. And I think that's all I've got for you guys. Again, thank you guys for always listening to All Turns No Breaks podcast. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at Turns No Breaks. You can follow me on Twitter at Front Row Kenny. You know, I'm always tweeting NASCAR and other sports as well. Thunder Up, OKC is back for another year. We ain't doing nothing, but still. <laughs> and you can also follow Renee on Twitter at Renee Garcia. Big time comedian, always having a good time, always having a good laugh. You'll enjoy social, I promise you that. But again, once, once again, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are having a great one. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. Y'all know I gotta say it. Stay hydrated. Thanks so much for tuning in. 